Well, hello everyone. This is Pastor Anthony Avitro, and welcome to POM Radio's Into the Fold, where we protect and keep the sheep healthy, where we dig deep into the riches of God's Word. For my opening broadcast, I'll be discussing how to recognize wolves that come in sheep's clothing. How do you know when you have a wolf walking in the midst of your flock? Will you be able to spot him? Matthew 7.15 says, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. So it says, "These What are wolves? These are false teachers. So it says, Wolves, they appear like the sheep, re like the rest of the congregation, like your brethren. They walk like brethren. They talk like brethren. They appear like your brothers, re like the rest of the flock. But inwardly, they come to devour and destroy and scatter the sheep. Because John chapter 10 verse 12 says, But he that is a hireling, and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, sees the wolf coming, and leaves the sheep, and flees. And the wolf catches them, and scatters the sheep. That's the job of the pastor, to protect the wolves. Uh, protect the sheep when they see the wolves and, and right here they say that um, he's not the shepherd he's not the pastor when they run away from uh, confrontation and wolves come to devour and destroy to scatter the sheep they come secretly and uh, they come to devour and destroy they come to bring in false teachers to, to damage the faith of the sheep, to bring in false teachings, heresies, lies, because Second um, Peter 2, but there were false prophets also among the people, so among the congregation, among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privately or privately shall bring in damn heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them. They even come in lies, believing uh, heretical things, even denying the Lord that bought them with, uh, purchased them with the blood, with his blood that he shed on that cross, and they bring upon themselves swift destruction. So, doctrine is really important. What the Bible teaches about certain topics, this is sound doctrine. That's what sound doctrine is. We have to know what it teaches so we can tell, we can spot the lies and keep the sheep healthy. <clears throat> because in this church, uh, in the modern day church, people come, you see on TV, if you only give all your money to the pastor, make him rich, you'll get that Jaguar in your in your driveway, or you get intently blessed while you make him rich, you become poor. And they believe his words because they're smooth words. They, they make you feel good about yourself. Because in these times, it's more important than ever to know what the Bible teaches so we can spot the lies, because if you don't know what's the truth, how can you tell it apart from the lies? Because in the, I mean, even the Bible says, 
in these last times, people will go after these teachers and turn away their ears from the truth and onto fables. Second Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 and 4. I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick, or the living, and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season and out of season. When when it is not time and when it is time, be uh, be prepared in all seasons, when it's popular and not popular. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine, for the time will come when they shall not endure the sound doctrine, they shall not uh, endure the correct teachings, they'll fall after lies, but after their own lust. Whatever they want to hear, they'll follow after and heap together themselves teachers. They'll go after teachers, make themselves teachers. They'll go, because of smooth words, they go and follow these people. Having itching ears, tickling their ears, they'll tell them what they want to hear, not what they need to hear. They'll change the Bible into a lie and not stand by the truth. And they'll turn their ears away from the truth and onto fables, onto tales, onto uh, fake stories, onto lies. So people wonder, oh, it doesn't really matter as long as the general message is there. Uh, when teachers say well, he's not the son of God or faith is not in his blood, uh, that's just his opinion. It doesn't really matter. As long as he's teaching the general message, that's all right. No. Because in these times, it's more important than, other, than any other. When uh, in Galatians 1 6 says that he was, uh, Paul was grieved that they were so soon removed, that they so soon fell away unto a perverted gospel. They said they so soon removed unto another gospel, which is not another. It's only slightly changed. And if someone comes to you, whether it be them, the Apostle Paul, or Angel, or someone with by letter, and they preach another gospel, let them be accursed. And it's not just, well, it's another it's just their opinion. It doesn't matter. It's general message that counts. He doesn't have to believe, uh, teach that Jesus is the Son of God. Well, it, that says if they preach another gospel, let them be cursed. It is wrong. It does matter. If you don't stand by tr God's truth, then you're really bringing in lies and destroying the, the well-being of the sheep. Because it, it does matter. God commands us. It does matter if they teach correct teachings. Because in Titus 1 9 says, Behold, um, holding fast or holding firm the faithful word as he hath been taught. So, whatever the Bible teaches, stand firm on what it teaches. That he may be able by sound doctrine or 
correct teachings, both to exhort and convince the gainsayer, both incur uh, to urge people to, uh, you know, instruct people and to uh, convince those who mock God. Jude verse 3 says, Beloved, we, uh, when I gave out diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto, unto the saints. So we have to contend for the faith, contend what God's truth is actually is. It's called the truth for a reason. If we if we don't don't really care what the Bible teaches, then why is it called the truth? You know, we have to contend for the faith. Can stand firm on God's word, on God's truth, and not just be okay that people teach. Well, Jesus is not the Son of God, but that's okay. It's God's truth, but uh, that's okay. <clears throat> no, it's not okay. It's wrong. It actually is wrong. And God's word says that. So you have to align yourself with preachers that actually stand for the truth of the Bible, of God's truth, and not go after uh, things that they... They tell you what you want to hear, not what you need to hear. They give you, um, they talk to you in smooth words. They tickle your ears into believing that they really have your best interest at heart. So you have to know and tell between the heresies and correct teachings and the false teachings and true teachings. Because if you don't know what God really teaches, what God's uh, God's truth is, how are you going to tell apart when people twist the Bible and make the Bible say what it's not saying and the lies that, well, if you give all your money to a preacher, you will get uh, a Jaguar and a jet plane in your driveway. You'll get eternally blessed. More, more you make the preacher rich, the more that you'll be blessed. No. So you have to know what about what God is actually teaching. Because if you don't know, you uh, won't be able to tell when people uh, when the preachers are um, twisting the Bible into and make it say what it does not say. Um, but how do you do this? How do you know? By getting to God's word, by listening to a faithful preacher of the word, a faithful minister of the word, aligning you with a faithful minister of the word. Um, because you got to know it, put in your inner thoughts. Because it's the sword of the spirit, and the God's word is the sword of the spirit. And your faith is the shield of the Spirit. Because if you don't have God's Word, your sword, and your faith, how are you going to protect yourself from the attacks of the devil? It, the, the, um, the ministers of Satan can 
tell you anything and you'll believe it. You won't be able to uh, protect yourselves. So, another way to know how they're deceiving you, that they twist the meaning of the Bible, make it say not what it does not say. They don't have to straight out lie to you to deceive you. They twist the meaning and make the Bible say what it does not say. Okay, Second Peter chapter three and sixteen, three sixteen. He was talking about that these truths, uh, these uh, the God's wisdom, the the true God's truth, is hard to be understood from those who are natural, uh, who are carnal, who are um, not saved. They, 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 they're unskillful in the word. They're babes in the word. Babes suckling um, on milk, which are babes in Christ, which are unskillful in the word, or those who are not um, believers. It's hard It's hard to be understood because this is God's wisdom, not man's wisdom. And that's what he was talking about. Uh, things written in Paul's epistles are hard to be understood to the natural man. So in Second Peter 3.16, it says, As also in, the, in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they are, un, which they are unlearned and unstable rest, which means they twist. The unlearned and unstable twist the scriptures as they do the other scriptures. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. There, those who are unlearned and unstable rest these, uh, twist these truths, uh, twist these truths, um, and, and make the Bible say what it does not say, make it mean what it does not mean, and they twist uh, these truths as they do the other, all the other scriptures, unto their own destruction. So we have to be rooted and grounded in the truth. Because in Ephesians 4.14 says that we henceforth be no more children, babes in Christ, unskillful in the word, suckling the milk truth of God's word. Um, he's saying, he's saying, well, we have to be rooted and grounded to the truth. So we're not tossed to and fro, tossed here and there with every wind of doctrine. By the slight of man, by the slight what man says, when they come in cunning and craftiness, where they lie and wait to deceive. So we have to be not rooted and grounded in the truth, and not be unskillful in the word. So we're not being tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine, with every do uh, teaching that man's vain, vain full heart can. Uh, imagine, so we're not tossed to and fro with every winds, every winds of doctrine, by the slight of men, that they come in cunningness with craftiness, where they like to in wait to deceive. Because faithful ministers of the word, they stand by God's truth. They stand firm as it's been taught, as it's been, as it is. As it says and as it teaches, they don't teach 
what it does not say. That's the faithful minister of the word. And we have to commend ourselves to stand by the word and not uh, and teach as it teaches and not teach what we think it means as it teaches. Second Corinthians 4 describes the faithful, what ministers of the word have to be, have to be faithful in their preaching. Stand by the truth of God's word. Second Corinthians chapter 4 and verses 1 and 2. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we received mercy, we faint not, but having renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Not, not so faithful ministers of the word, they do not... Um, they renounce the hidden things of dishonesty. Those who handle the word, uh, God's word, uh, incorrectly, and they they are they use the word. Um, they say they renounce the hidden things of dishonesty, the the the, the heresies and lies that's out there, and stand firm on God's truth as it teaches, and not follow after vain imaginations dream dreamt up by man thinking well this is how it is by by traditions of men but we're not walk uh, walking in craftiness to deceive we're not handling the word of god deceitfully but honestly we stand firm on god's word and handle it faithfully commanding ourselves so we have clear consciences that we um teaching the the word as it teaches so we uh so in the sight of god every man's conscience is is uh clear so that's one of my points <laughs> one of my points telling between lies and heresies which are what wolves and those who are unskillful in the word, in preaching, they come and just, uh, they actually damage uh, the flock. They really damage. They teach, those are unstable and unlearned. They really un and unintentionally teach lies and heresies, damaging the flock, making them believe something that it does not say. But that's one of my points. Another another way to know how you have a wolf walking in the midst of the flock is by their fruits. What do, what what does their preaching produce? Because in Matthew seven sixteen, you shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns? Or figs of thistles. So does grapes have thorns? Do they prick you? No, they don't. So you have to recognize the God's character, His love, and what His Spirit produces. These are the fruits of the Spirit. 
Galatians 5 and verses 22 and 23 describes these fruits of the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. Do they have love, actually love with deep in their spirit, in the deep in their demeanor? Do they radiate love? Do they radiate joy? Do they radiate and uh, show forth, shine forth love, joy, and peace? Long-suffering, which is patience, gentleness, goodness. Do they stand for righteousness, faith, meekness, which is humble? Are they humble? Do they shine forth humbleness, temperance? So Ephesians 4, 22-32 is all, also applies to the, the regular believer, but also this is of all the code of conduct of all Christians, and especially of the pastor, of the preacher, the, the minister of the word. And it says that you put off concerning the former conversation of the old man. So the, the former uh, conduct of how you were before, which is corrupt according to deceitful lusts. And it says, be renewed in the Spirit, in the Holy Spirit. Renew your mind uh, with the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Holy Spirit renews your mind. And put on the new man which is after the spirit and not after carnal things, not after uh, lustful, sinful things, which are created in, uh, which is after God. This is after God and not after man, which is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away, lying, speaking, speak to every man truth with his neighbor, so speak to your neighbor with truth. Everyone speak the truth. Be honest. Put away lying from your lips. For we are members of one another. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. So be angry. You can feel angry, but if you, you sin, do not uh, make it right before this, uh, before long. Repent to your brother. Come to your brother and repent to your brother. Say you're sorry. Ask for forgiveness. This was wrong of me. Neither give place to the devil. Let him that steal, uh, steal, uh, stole, steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands, the thing which is good, that he may have, uh, have the things to give those who are needy. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. So it doesn't, it doesn't strictly, um, only say about cursing, about swearing, but corrupt, um, evil speaking, like a morbid speaking, and uh, really hateful speech. You gotta put away, put that away from you. Do not speak such hateful and evil things. Corrupt, corrupt 
speech. You talk talk to in sexual manners. Um, do not talk in like sexual manners or morbid manners or uh, hateful speech or any other sort. Um, but that which is good. So uh, put away corrupt speech and follow it which is after good to the use of edifying. So uh, speak one to another and build them up rather than uh, tear them down. Speak in a manner that would build other people up instead of always tearing people down. That it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, and anger, and clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you. Put bitterness, wrath, anger, evil speaking. Get Stop speaking such things. Put that away from you. But be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God, for Christ's sake, has forgive you. So for, be uh, kind to one another and tenderhearted, forgiving one another as, as God forgave you for Christ's sake. So in all things, you have to rely, uh, in all things, in all manner of life, you have to rely on God for your strength for your sustenance. Rely on him for everything you need. You have to remember, um, so you have to, um, to know that you have a wolf walking in the mist. You have to know what God's truth, uh, God's word actually teaches, because if you don't, you can't even tell it apart from the lies. And you have to know the character of God. Is this what what uh, the Holy Spirit produces? Is this the fruits that it produces? So, um, if you lack wisdom, ask God. Because the Holy Spirit, rely on Him to guide you into all truth, in all ways of life, because God, John sixteen thirteen says, Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, which is the Holy Spirit, Spirit of truth is come, and he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whosoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, he shall you it will show you things to come. He will guide you to all truth. <clears throat> One final uh, warning. Uh, know what God actually, what the Bible actually teaches. Because if you don't, you can't tell when people twist the meaning. They twist, make the Bible say what it does not say. And recognize what the Holy Spirit produces. What fruits does the Holy Spirit produces in people's lives? Um, because the one final warning. It's not to believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they be of God. Because many, uh, in First John 4, 1, 
Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, which is test, whether they be of God, because many false prophets are gone into the world. Because one of the things, if people teach that um, Christ didn't, didn't already appear in the flesh, come to uh, die on the cross, he, he is an antichrist. If he's not the Christ, if he hasn't died on the cross, they are a false teacher. They are the spirit of antichrist. If they destroy the very deity of Christ, then stay away from him because they come in the spirit of antichrist. Now that's my final warning. And I hope this concludes my broadcast. The tell between, uh, Know when you have wolf walking in the midst of your flock because he'll bring in lies and comes to devour and destroy and scatter the sheep. He comes to devour and destroy and spread lies and lead people astray and make them believe what the Bible does not say. You have to recognize what the Spirit of God actually produces, the fruits of the Spirit and the character of God. You have to know what it teaches, because if you don't, you don't tell the truth. And this concludes my first broadcast, and we will see you next time. God bless.